0: Hello America, it's Friday. Maybe you've been beaten down by the week. Maybe you've just been beaten down by the news of the today. But we wanna, we wanna do something great that will send us all into the weekend feeling good. And it is something that you as an audience have done. You get to see the fruits of your giving in just a minute. Remember when we had those four businesses on that were struggling? They told us their stories, you gave, so today, we give to them. Don't miss it. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. People who don't live with mild to severe frequent pain don't understand the extent to which it could rule your whole life. Pain that can put you into a place where you're susceptible to feelings of depression and hopelessness. It damages your quality of life. It's no way to live life. If you know, if you've tried, you think everything to get out of pain and you haven't tried relief factor, then take it from me. You owe it to yourself to try it. It's 1995 for a three week quick trial. And the reason why it's three weeks is because they have found that for most people. Three weeks is about the time it takes for this to start to really kick in and work. And if you don't see any differences in three weeks, you're probably not going to see any difference. Um, But if you do, you can get your life back. I have and so many people in this audience have. Go to ReliefFactor.com right now or call 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor, 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. Let me go to Katherine Hill. She is the owner of Miss Kitty's Lounge. Uh, she was on with us oh, about four weeks ago, I think. Uh, she grew up an animal lover and an advocate, and she rescues animals and she kept them or found them a new home. She was doing this, uh, you know, at the age of 13, and she's been doing it ever since. Well, she opened up a neighborhood bar called Miss Kitty's Lounge in california uh named miss kitty uh, because she saves cats the rent was always paid on time every month everything was fine uh until the pandemic struck at the same time she was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer she underwent six months of chemotherapy 15 rounds of radiation and a radical mastectomy uh cancer has been a tough journey. She continues to fight and she kept her lounge going all the way through it. She was managing all the way through when the pandemic struck, she was closed down by executive order. She had no income. She wasn't able to pay the rent. And, uh, all of this just started to really destroy her life. Um, her, um, her efforts were destroyed and her, uh, her landlord was not uh, exactly a friend of people who are struggling. So she's on with us now. Hi, Catherine. How are you?
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: Good. The last time you were on, I think I, you were one of those that I had to cut short on your story. And I love your story so much. And I love the fact that when we told you that we wanted to raise some money, you were one of the businesses we selected. Um, you said, I, I, I don't want any of the money. If you raise any money, give it to uh, cancer. Uh, yes. So you selected a uh, um, uh, a, uh, a charity. Can you tell me about the charity?
1: Well, it's um, all their profits go to research, cancer research for stage four, which I'm stage four now. Um and so, like, very little cancer research money usually goes to stage four. So, Metaviver. Why,
0: why is that? I don't know. Okay, and it's
1: so the last cancer. So,
0: so Metaviver. What do they do?
1: A hundred percent of um, the money goes to stage four cancer research, and so that's we're chasing the science right now. I'm on a new drug. We have a lot of hope for it. The one I'm on now is was just approved in April, so we're just chasing the science. So that's you know where it's at.
0: Well, I, um, I I'm thrilled to say that this audience is just truly amazing. They raised a total of two hundred fifty-two thousand five hundred and ninety-three dollars. Uh, we have four small business owners and something else I'm going to tell the audience about. Um, but that means Metaviver uh, is going to receive a check in your name for $50,000. Wow. So thank you for sharing. How are you feeling?
1: I'm better like this. The new treatment I'm on is, is, um, a lot easier than the last I was on. So.
0: And what do the doctors say?
1: Um, we're just hope, you know, just we're, you grab onto whatever hope you can. Yeah. And live the best life now, you know. I'm with your family, hug them close.
0: Yeah, our 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 um our thoughts and our prayers. And I know people ridicule that, but I know this audience, and they uh, are praying for you, and will pray for you, and and your family. God bless you.
1: Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Um, we uh, have several people that we want to talk to quickly here um i don't know if you remember joe crowley he is uh a breakaway this is a uh, he opened his first restaurant in 1993 and uh he bought this property just 20 minutes out of downtown boston and it was a i mean it's a historic site it has a uh Uh, a great heritage and he really was working to bring it all back well then covid uh happened uh they remain closed they are looking now at a march reopening hopefully uh the founder and the owner of breakaway is joe crowley and he's with us now hi joe how are you joe are you there yes i am hey how are you
2: I'm doing great. Good to hear from you again.
0: Yeah. So tell me what has happened since we last spoke. You were in pretty dire straits the last time we spoke.
2: Yes. Well, uh, Glenn, first and foremost, my health is getting better. Uh, I know we spoke about, you know, I had a heart attack in the fall. uh, And and I'm getting stronger and better and and my family's supportive. And uh, we're very grateful um, for that. Uh, As as an establishment, we're still closed. Uh, we still have a full layoff of employees Jeez. uh in in the state uh we're We're just now looking to possibly uh have a march or an April opening um which we're not allowed to have live entertainment in the building yet. uh people really are not willing to commit to having functions and and fundraisers and gatherings so it's really a sit and wait. The vaccine rollout in in the state has been um very disorderly, very slow. You're hearing stories about freezers being unplugged and thousands of vaccines, you know, being thrown away. Uh, the elderly and the school teachers are having trouble making appointments. So we're waiting for food service to come up uh, to protect our employees. Um, and I think when they when the vaccine roll rollout gets a little smoother, um, we can start eyeing and reopening, uh, maybe having some outdoor concerts when the weather. Today's 90 degrees outside. So, you know, we're not we're not looking to get outside
0: nine for so Uh, many reasons. Joe come to Texas for so many reasons. Um, My wife's
2: a big fan. She wants us to be down there.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. Um, So, Joe, I I I want you to know uh, that we have this audience has raised just a ton of uh, money. And this doesn't make a dent in what you guys are facing. Um, but uh, we have divvied the money up, and we have a check for you uh, and breakaway for eighty four thousand five hundred eighty four dollars and seventy four cents.
2: oh wow, that's that was completely unexpected. Um, well I, I I have no words. i I you know, I will let my crew know and my management know as soon as. We come off the five. Of no words, Glenn. Um, you, you're such an advocate for small business, and within the last year, and and your 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 you show, and I, I'm speechless. And everyone that knows me knows I'm never speechless. I, I, <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: You're um, you're welcome. It is the audience. It's not me. It's the audience. We're wow. all in this together. Um, I, I mean, I this audience is a small business audience, and. I grew up in the bakery of my uh, the back of the bakery of my dad's bakery, and uh, he lost his business in the end. And I know what it's I know what it's like to struggle as an entrepreneur and a uh, and a small businessman. And uh, I'm lucky enough to be able to be a spokesperson for millions of Americans that uh, share your pain and understand it and wanted to help you out.
2: Well, uh, I'll tell you, we, we're uh, with this news that you're giving me now. We, we're going to meet as a uh, management group next week, and we're going to start making plans to um, to definitely get that spring open and maybe sooner than we would have before. Maybe March, uh, e- even if it means bringing a dozen employees back, we, we're going to get right at it with that fund. And uh, I, I I cannot thank you enough. That's it's unbelievable.
0: It's great, Joe. Thank you so much. Pay it forward, brother. Thank you. Uh, Man, it feels good, doesn't it? It just feels so good. I don't know why. uh, It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. I don't know why our governments and our, you know, they've put these people out of business and how they're not helping is beyond me. But when we all work together... Um, We can do something incredible and something that maybe governments shouldn't be doing uh, anyway, unless they're putting us out of business. (laughs) All right. I want to take you to California to the other coast. Now, Uh, cronies is a sports grill and uh, the uh, the owner or co-owner Dave folds is a guy who started his first location 30 years ago in Ventura, California. Uh, they say they have the coldest beer and the best buffalo wings around He has uh five locations and they last time we spoke in fact he's on with us now Dave last time How you black good last time we spoke it was really uh trouble for you you're still uh are you open with outdoor dining or can you have you been able to open back up yet?
3: Well we have five stores, but the uh, agora store is the store that uh, my partners and I chose to defy the orders. And, um, and uh, they're allowing outdoor dining again, which is kind of crazy because I think it was just an arbitrary decision. Uh, but my other stores in Ventura County, uh, they have returned to outdoor dining, thank goodness, because we were losing thousands of dollars every day. I'm not kidding. People yeah, don't know. realize that. I know, and
0: I you know. have $21,000 in fine, in fines right actually I just
3: looked at it right now and it, it was it's, it's probably about more like twenty four thousand dollars right now because because even after they allowed us to in la county to have uh outdoor dining again they're still finding me now I, I today is the official day that you can reopen outdoors I, I don't know why they waited a week but I, I still stayed open and, and the crazy thing is if you look at this I, I just have these numbers here when they closed us down around November 29th there were Two thousand forty nine people in the hospitalization two days ago, there were six thousand two hundred and thirteen people. It tripled. But now they just say, OK, now you can open. It mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense. I don't understand the logic.
0: Um, there is no logic. You live in California. Uh, <laughs> I know man, I know. Uh, all right. So, Dave, we, uh, as you know, our audience uh, has r- done a fundraiser for you, and we're diving this, um, uh, diving this money out, and we have a check for you for eighty four thousand five hundred eighty four dollars and seventy four cents. Well, thank you. It is, uh, it's our privilege, and. Uh, and honor to stand with you
3: well i'm sure i can share it with some other people too i i you know we're we're in a bind man but but um that's a very cool man good people thank you so much glenn you're welcome
0: dave let us know how things are going make sure you make sure you stay in touch so we we can uh hear about the amazing return dude you're the man glenn you have good people I hope the best for you. You know, I, I've been
3: following you for a long time. Oh, thank you're you. You're Solid man. And I, uh, I, uh, I think I might even get a goatee going like you. Too, man. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Thanks so much.
3: I, I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks God so much. You're, bless you're you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I can't thank you enough as an audience for what you do for so many people around the world. You have literally saved lives um, and you're changing people's lives every single day. And I can't thank you enough. There's one more story and one more check and one we didn't tell you about. And I have to be cryptic on it um, just out of respect for the people involved. Um, And it's a story you don't want to miss. And if you think you have done good, Wait until you hear what you've also done. I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. All right. Just talking to all these restaurant owners, I'm hungry. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. That's uh, what you
2: got out of this last half hour? That's what I got out of it. Yeah,
0: that's you, what I got out of it. talking I'm, to these
2: business owners yeah. who are
0: fighting for their lives and you want wings? Yeah, I want wings. I do. <laughs> Strangely, I want buffalo wings. Uh, shows how
2: effective advertising is that's
0: right and it doesn't uh it doesn't help that our sponsor this half hour is omaha steaks (laughs) yeah i mean i'm i'm in prison right now Mm -hmm. i'm in a food prison right now have pity on me uh the omaha steaks are aged for 21 days they're the most tender most flavorful uh They are exactly how long you need to age your steaks, and it's how long Omaha does before they ship them out to you. They've been America's butcher butcher for over 100 years now, and it shows if you've never had an Omaha steak, I don't think you've ever really had a tender steak. Now, right now, they have a special going on uh, for a uh, package that is the um, butcher's bestseller grill pack. Four of their iconic tender butchers uh, uh, cut filet mignons. They have four juicy burgers, pork chops, four of them, desserts and so much more. If you use the keyword back in the search bar, you're going to get four chicken breast in addition and four more delicious burgers for free. There's also something else. They have game day packages for you to enjoy. So check out the amazing assortment at OmahaSteaks.com. Use the uh, the word Beck in the search bar when you go there. OmahaSteaks.com. Get the Butcher's Bestseller Pack, and you'll get four free chicken breasts and four free extra burgers. OmahaSteaks.com. Keyword Beck. Ten seconds. Station ID. I, uh, I told you a little bit about the fourth recipient, um, before the holidays. And to me, it's the most tragic of them all. It was a small business owner who was in so much pain. Uh, the inner turmoil, the depression that came with this of losing her dream, Um, as she just couldn't take it anymore, these lockdowns are going to, are going to affect us and our families, I think for decades to come, the way this has been handled and the isolation that it is caused, um, it's taking lives in more ways than the virus itself. Her mom is now hoping to sell the business to a new owner, but she needs to pay off the debts first. Uh, Can you imagine having to bury your child and then be strapped with debts and trying to sell all of the stuff just to pay for the debts because of you? Her mom is getting a check for everything that she needs to cover those debts another $25,000 is Going to a grieving mom So she doesn't have to worry about all of that on top You are a remarkable group of people and I want you to really understand the positive impact that you have made. There, It seems as though every day there's less and less that we can do to affect anything. And there's so much anger and there's so much hatred. And it's so easy to fall into that because you feel helpless. I want you to know that together we're not helpless together we can go in another direction this is a battle against darkness and we need to be a very bright light and you have done that literally from coast to coast today and I thank you for that we're gonna try to do it again maybe next week or the week after we'll find some more businesses and some more people that we can change their lives just by banning together. This is the Glenn Beck program. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I have to do an Omaha steaks commercial followed by a rec tech commercial when all I'm doing is craving food right now. This is really <laughs> not helpful. Uh, rec is just this amazing grill it's a smoker. You can, I mean, you'll make, you can make cakes and bread in it. Uh It controls the temperature so well. It is just rock solid. You can grill uh, the best tomahawk steak in it. Whatever it is that you are looking to do. Yes, on my grill. My daughter has put tofu on it. I think it, I think it's a sin uh, but she's like no dad that's nowhere in the bible whatever you can cook to perfection whatever it is you're craving with your rectech just go to rectech.com and ab compared to the best grills out there you'll see there is no comparison with the rectech r e c t e q.com rectech.com
2: Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glen and save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV for a limited time.
0: Madison Cawthorn, an eighth generation resident in North Carolina's 11th congressional district. 2014, he nearly died in a tragic automobile accident, left him partially paralyzed and in a wheelchair. Uh, His ordeal uh, really built his faith, made him a fighter, helped him appreciate every day and inspired him to help everyone he encounters overcome whatever adversity they face in their daily lives. He's a constitutional conservative. Madison is committed to defending the values of faith, family and freedom. He's the youngest member now of the 177th Congress, Madison Cawthorne not only represents the residents of uh, North Carolina, but also young Americans across the nation who want their voices heard in the highest halls of democracy. He is under attack now um, as an enemy of the state or the enemy of Congress. We uh, are joined now by Congressman Madison Cawthorn. Madison, how are you?
4: Gwen, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on my show. And it's no exaggeration that I am under attack by what I'd call the mainstream media and by really the socialists in Congress. You know, the uh, the number one reason I think this is happening, and it's no surprise, we knew this was going to happen, is because the people in my district, you know, they had a choice throughout every election. You, know, you can send someone who wears tasseled loafers and pleated pants and uh, has soft hands and is going to go and, you know, get along with everybody in D.C. and Uh, You might see his name in the paper when he signs onto a bill, but you know, uh, really just uh, uh, someone to go to DC and and keep the status quo, or they could have chosen to send somebody like me, somebody who wants to go there and destroy the administrative state, get rid of what we call these swamp creatures, these bureaucrats who have, are not elected, but they are appointed. And then they're, they're promoted within these three letter agencies. And then they pass ridiculous regulations upon me. Uh, They don't, Congress doesn't want me in there because I'm someone who's going to speak out against this radical agenda of being able to rule through executive order uh, and being able to tell the American people what to do and when to do it. Uh, You know what, Glenn, I stand against that. And if I'm hated within Washington, D.C., but beloved in my mountains of western North Carolina, then, Glenn, i got to tell you, I think I'm doing something right, sir.
0: So um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yesterday um responded to Ted Cruz um, th- when he said hey we can work together uh, she said i'm 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 happy to work with almost uh anyone other than the gop uh, who's trying to get me killed if you want to help maybe you can resign uh that's are you dealing with her at all is, i mean is, is there is there any relationship there is well, there is not,
4: and I think this speaks to the broader issue that we're seeing, you know, in our culture, and now it's seeping into our government. It's called cancel culture. It says, hey, you don't exactly agree with every ideological point that I do, so I want to get rid of you. Uh, you know, the, the Congress has been calling, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden, you've heard it over and over. They've been calling for, and I'm using air quotes here, unity. Uh, but Glenn, I've said this many times. My friend Charlie Kirk said it as well. They're not talking about the the American unity we imagine uh, that was under Ronald Reagan or, or, you know, on uh, December, December 12th, right after the Twin Towers fell, that kind of American unity. Glenn, they're talking about Soviet unity, the kind of unity where you've silenced every single voice of dissent, you have absolutely no diversity of thought, and therefore everybody agrees with you. It's like the Imperial Romans, you know. They would, they would go in somewhere where there were enemies. There was an uprising. They would kill everybody, create a desert, and then they would go back home and say, look, I have brought peace to the region. That is what these people mean by unity. And I'm telling you, it's wrong, and it's not, it's not conducive to a healthy and prosperous society. You know, having dueling ideas is what leads us to making better decisions for the American
0: people. So, Madison, um, you know, we can and we have unified before, um, but we have to have principles in common. We don't have to have policies in common. We don't have to have faith in. We don't have to have anything really in common except a few principles. And those principles, everybody raises their hand to say, "I will protect and defend those principles." Um, are they? Are there principles we can unite on, Madison? If we don't, uh, no, you, if we don't agree on the constitution and bill of rights
4: no there are no principles we can agree on because you know there, people so like oftentimes like to refer to people like myself josh hawley matt Gates, ted cruz they say we're far right but uh, i kind of wince when i hear that because as you know there's no such thing as far right for me there's no such thing as center right for me there is only the constitution that is the only thing that guides me And if you do not agree with that document then you and i do not see eye to eye we cannot govern together uh, the the problem is, I mean, you see uh, AOC, just to bring her up again, she has literally said that perhaps it's time to start a commission to look into uh, the, this, this journalism that's so dangerous. That means getting rid of freedom of pre- the press. Uh, these people want to censor what we can say so that they, they can control what we can think about. And you can see throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, they're trying to control when we can congregate, when we can worship, where we can get together. Uh, you know, in 1776, the way the seeds of uh of of our of our freedom were planted, it was done in taverns, it was done in churches, and it was done in town squares. Uh, but they've gotten rid of the new town squares, so you can't really speak your mind there on social media. You can't go out to a bar anywhere in the country, and I'm telling you, they won't even let us go into church. Glenn.
0: So, what do you see as the the main fight for you? Where are you? What are you going to concentrate on? Because it's everywhere. So what is the thing that you say, this is where I can be most effective? Well, you know,
4: there's multiple points. So on one side, I'm elected to help the people of my district. And now that we're moving into the era of big government under the Democrats, you know, my goal is to get as much money as they or We can give back to my district, although I completely disagree with it. and I think it's bad for the entire country's economy and prosperity in the long term. Uh, and so, you know, I'm going to be working on infrastructure reform, trying to get more rural broadband. But you know what? Where I'm really trying to cross uh, cross boundaries and break into new people groups that don't normally think conservative thoughts is I'm wanting to present these big conservative ideas of limited government, of uh, self, self-determinance, of, of uh, personal responsibility. I'm wanting to bring those and package them well on social media so that people in my generation who have been deceived by socialism can realize that. You know our our policies work. Our ideas work uh, because right now you are many people in my country, in this country, uh, they are only being exposed to what the left is telling them. And you know the left is telling them that everyone on the right is xenophobic, bigoted, racist, and that we're all uneducated. But my friend, you know what? I, if they want to attack people for not having a college education, I, I got to push back on that and say that. I think that if we had less people wearing suits and ties and more people wearing work boots, making legislation decisions in our country, we'd be doing a whole lot better.
0: Um what has your life been like since the election and and uh, entering into Congress? Anything you've been surprised uh, by? So I I'll say it's been
4: it's been a tale of two cities. You know, on one side I have created a lot of enemies inside the beltway of Washington, D.C. Uh, the establishment on the left detests me because I'm willing to stand up and speak out against them. Uh, they know that I've got my own platform, so I, I, I don't need to bow down to these journalists who uh, think that they can determine everything that happens in this country. Uh, and so sometimes when I go to Washington, I feel pretty uh, despised. But then as soon as I come back to Western North Carolina, I'm greeted with love and and thankfulness from people because they're excited to have someone that actually represents their viewpoint. And people are starting to realize, just like you saw how uh, the SEC is not allowing, you know, just normal everyday Americans to be able to beat these hedge fund managers. Uh, Just as you saw throughout the election, uh, they didn't want normal everyday Americans in Wisconsin or Arizona to be able to determine the election outcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, and when I go up there and speak out against this, these people have detested. But the people in Western North Carolina, the people I was elected to represent, they love it, and it is the honor of a lifetime to get to serve them.
0: You know, I tell you, we've we've talked about it on this program several times, really since nine eleven. If you you know, Nancy Pelosi is talking about building a fence around the Capitol, and that she is uh, feels the enemy is within. I got to believe that makes the Republicans feel good. The enemies are within. Uh, They're surrounded by people in Congress that want them uh, dead, according to Nancy Pelosi. And the best way to keep Congress safe and for the continuation of our of our of our system, of our government, in case of a horrible uh, terrorist attack or something else, uh, you know, God strikes the building with lightning or something. um, The best way to protect is to send all of the congressmen in the Senate home we can do all that you do electronically and you then are more responsible and more plugged in to your local area and you don't lose touch with those people and those people can actually not lose touch with you they don't have to go to the hallowed halls and uh, see everybody all puffed up in their big offices in uh, in washington dc they're protected for continuation of government they're protected from corruption at least easy corruption it makes the lobbyist have to spend a lot more money flying all around the country i don't know why we haven't proposed this in congress yet
4: well you know what? i do think that there is something to be said for all of us uh coming together and sitting down and, and creating relationships uh, i do understand what you're saying and you know Glenn, I've actually made the decision, although it creates a lot more stress on me and a lot more travel time. uh, I do not live in Washington, D.C. I don't have a residence there. I I sleep in my office. And the reason is because of exactly what you just said, uh, Glenn. I don't want to be inundated inside of Washington, D.C. I don't want that to be my home. I don't want to feel like that's normal. So I've decided to live back home in my district. So I've got to fly a whole lot more. My wife is here. Uh, My life is here. My, My church, my friends. And you know what? I've got to go out to Cracker Barrel. I've got to go to the gun show. I've got to go to church. And my constituents can look me in the eye and say, hey, why did you vote on this bill? Why are you doing this? Why are you backing down? Why don't you have a backbone? And you know what? I think there's a lot to be said for that. So I don't think we should allow our congressmen and women to be able to live in Washington, D.C. I think that's the reason they put it on top of a swamp. It is. Um, yeah. It, the, the only thing is, I do have a little bit of concern about doing Congress through electronic means. Uh, you know, When you, if I look back to history and look at really when the death throes of the Roman Republic were happening, it was right towards the end of, to the fall. There's really a lot of centralization of power in almost nearly what they would call proxy voting. And so you know, I got to give that some more thought, but I, there is something to be said for living in your district, which I committed to do for the rest of my term in Congress.
0: Madison Cawthorne. Thank you so much. Uh, best of luck. And, uh, Keep up the uh, proverbial and uh, metaphorical fight in Congress. Thank you so much. Uh, Glenn, you're a patriot. Thank you for fighting for all of us. Talk to you soon, sir. Bye. All right. Uh, Moving is just like this gnarly ride, man. I mean, a few months ago. I got orders from the man to, you know, keep me, keep my happy butt off the skateboard quad, you know, and no more hanging with my bros because of COVID or whatever that, you know, does it, you know, but no way, man, I'm not going to do it. Time to get out of California. Maybe Texas will put a glide in my stride. You dig, you know, Uh, who's going to sell my house for me? My cousin, because he like took an online class or whatever. It's going to be rad. Well, Sadly, uh, that story ends with Chet never making it out of California. He was uh, killed, unfortunately, in a freak hacky sack accident. And uh, his cousin really didn't know squat about real estate. So he was there too long. And then the dreaded hacky sack thing happened. What do you know about real estate? How do you find a great real estate agent? I didn't know this. Until I started working with what the Wall Street Journal says is the 500 best real estate agents all in the country. I got to know these people, know their practices, and we put together a way for you to connect with some of these people that are really, really the best in your area. Uh, All you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. We'll send you the name right away and the phone number of a real estate agent. You can contact them. Do your own interview but these are the people that we have seen that actually sell the most in your area. They have the uh, the right credentials, the right history, the right temperament. Many of them are, ha- are fans of the show. So you're dealing with people who understand you. Real estate agents. I trust dot com. That's real estate agents. I trust dot com. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. We're so glad that you're uh, here today. It is uh, Friday. What do you have planned for the weekend? Anything? Every
2: once in a while, you just spring that question on me, and I never have an answer. I have, I have absolutely no idea, yeah. Glenn. I don't know what's coming up. I never think about it more than one minute in advance.
0: Hmm. I was thinking about going to Argentina. See, <laughs> you know, see what life is like down there. Maybe. Really? Yeah. You know. Argentina. Maybe just find a. You know. A little place to live down there in Argentina next to the penguins and just be like, well, if things get bad here, I can always just shove off and maybe go live in the South Pole. (laughs) You know know. what, Glenn?
2: Because of global warming, you can't do that.
0: (laughs) Because of evil conservatives like you. I know. know. That's the truth. Well, good thing we have John Kerry in there because he's going to fix it.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a, it's an interesting sign. I mean we did a little thing on Studio's America on the climate on Climate Day mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and you realize that like even though Biden has sort of claimed he's like a moderate on some of these issues, you bring in Joe, uh, John Kerry as your representative. Here's a guy who's been one of the most extreme members of the Senate when he was there. Mm-hmm. He spent a lot of his time as Secretary of State pitching climate nonsense all mm-hmm, around the mm-hmm. globe. Ever since he left, he's been doing this. Now, of course, if you look at his uh, footprint. Uh, in Nantucket. Hey, uh, hey, <laughs> just
0: because the not man, exactly minor. Just because the uh-huh. man, the ketchup king, mm-hmm. happens to have a private jet. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it, he needs he that. He needs it because so, he's a better. And he, Those right. rules don't apply to him. They apply Amen. to us. It's like... You know, I'm so sick and tired of saying that these people are they don't believe what they say, because I mean, like Janet uh, Yellen yesterday and the Treasury coming out and saying, hey, this has got to stop, you know, with the stock market, what's going on with GameStop. The fact that she gave a speech or two and got eight hundred and ten thousand dollars coincidence from that particular hedge fund. That doesn't make her a hypocrite no. or, oh, gosh, you no. know, suspicious at all. No. Same with the jet with John Kerry. What? They believe it diff- deeply, and they're just different than us. Better. 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 Yeah. Bill back. Better.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.